Ma Coco? Aye. For Maui, it's a new beginning. With honor and deep respect, we're moving forward. We're ready to get people back to work. We all have to do our part, and we'll make this happen. Working together. We are ready to work. Ready to serve. All ready. 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 We are ready. For more information, visit makokomoe.com. I'm Jim Mendoza, host of Tell Me a Story, and I am really excited about our latest podcast because you can say we hit all the high notes. The ukulele seems like an easy instrument to play. After all, it's only got four strings. But some musicians really make it sing. One of the best is known by just his first name. Say Jake, and you've said it all. And now he has a new album that's his dream come true project. Collaboration with the group Moon Taxi comes from Jake Shimabukuro's new album, Jake and Friends. The entire project took four years to do. Each track is so different and so unique and it tells its own story. Sixteen tracks feature collaborations with different artists, a concept that came from his manager, Van Fletcher. We were having a conversation and he had mentioned, yeah, we should do a project like this. And in the back of my mind, I was like, nah, that ain't ever going to happen, you know? You wander down the lane and far away. This duet of Stardust with Willie Nelson was the springboard for the project. And once we finished his track, then it was like, you know, it gave the album some momentum and credibility. And then it was, uh, it was kind of, it was a lot easier to get other people on board. Featured artists include musical heavyweights like Michael McDonald, Kenny Loggins, Jack Johnson, and Bette Midler. And I told her, you know, my mom's favorite song is The Rose, and she would sing that to me all the time when I was a kid and when she would go to sing karaoke. So she's like, okay, done, We're, we have to do that one now. So I was like, yes. For fans of Jake's ukulele artistry, there are instrumental trade-offs with some great players, like Billy Strings. That guy is just unbelievable. And then, of course, Warren Haynes, who's like, you know, trading riffs with Warren Haynes, you know, going back and forth was just mind-blowing. Doesn't matter what age, how old you are, but I, I think there's something on there that'll, that'll connect with everyone. One, two, one, two. I love the title, Jake and Friends. You can actually now call these people friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jim. It was such a such an honor. You know what a this this whole project. Uh, I just can't believe it. It all came together. What's the backstory for the project? I mean, is is it something that you had conceptualized for a while, uh, and it was just a matter of putting it all together? Yeah. Well, a few years ago, you know, my uh, manager Van Fletcher and I were talking we we're having a conversation and he had mentioned yeah we should do a project like this and in the back of my mind I was like no nah, that ain't ever gonna happen you know um, but we were so fortunate Ray Benson who's become a dear friend over the years he um, you know he uh, agreed to co-produce it with me and the first phone call he made was to Willie Nelson and now the purple dust of twilight time 
steals across the meadows of my heart. So a few months later, we were in the recording studio on Maui, recording with Willie, and uh, and once we finished his track, then it was like you know it gave the album some momentum and credibility, and then it was uh, it was kind of it was a lot easier to get other people on board. Did you have a, a familiarity, or did you have a contact with these people before? I mean, you got names all over the place. You got Loggins and Michael McDonald and um, the gentleman from Yes. Uh, how did, did you have these relationships already or is it something that just kind of morphed as you, as you did the album? Um, some of them I, I did like, but for example, you know, like uh, Jack Johnson and Paula Funga, right? They're the opening track. There's a place in the sun. And, uh, you know, so Jack was actually introduced me to Ziggy Marley. All you need is love. ago uh, when we got to play the you know the, his Kokua festival so that he made he helped make that connection um, Ziggy sounds amazing on it and then of course Jack and Paula they're just magic um, and then like uh, when I was on tour with Jimmy Buffett come Monday it'll be alright come Monday I'll be holding you tight I spent you know he introduced me to guys like Sonny Landreth I know, um, I know he even helped to kind of set up that initial meeting with Bette Midler and, and I, you know, when we went out to UK to play for the Queen. Some say love, it is a river. So a, a lot of it is, uh, there was either some direct uh, relationship where we worked together in the past or some indirect, or indirectly, right, um, as, as well. So yeah, so it was, it's just amazing how I'm just so grateful, you know, that everyone were down with doing it and everyone made time, you know, to come to the studio and and record record the uh, the album with me. So, yeah, you're playing with them in studio live uh, and you're yeah. doing it. You're doing your takes just like that. Did you ever get that ethereal moment, Jake, where you go, <laughs> I'm actually standing here next to and you name a name and, and you're playing with them. Did you get those moments? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so many times, man. I mean, like, you know, the first track with Willie Nelson, we played Stardust, which is like one of his iconic recordings. And so there we were, we started playing, and I just, I was so nervous. Because I knew that I was going to have, like, maybe one, maybe two chances to get it right. And because we were recording live right next to each other, you know, if I made a mistake, it's not like we can just punch it in, right? Because it all... You just got to get a good take, and um, and he sang it unbelievably. I mean, it was just so much emotion, and so uh, talk about being nervous, you know. And then, of course, with the with the with the instrumentalist like Sonny Landreth, who I've been a huge fan of. I mean, you know, playing next to him, and like, oh my goodness, right? And and uh, Billy Strings, that was another one. That guy is just unbelievable. And then, of course, Warren Haynes. You know, trading riffs with Warren Haynes, you know, going back and forth was just mind-blowing. I have to ask you, how did you choose 
the songs. And are they songs that people will, some of them are songs that people will recognize. And then there's some that are new songs, right? Yeah, so what I did was um, with a lot of the, with, with well, pretty much all the artists that, that I collaborated with, you know, I, I left it up to them. You know, I, I basically, when they agreed to do it, I just told them, okay, just let me know what song you'd, you'd want to do. Um, so like, uh, you know, when, when I talked to Michael McDonald, he was like, oh man, you know, that Moody Blues tune, Go Now, which uh, I, I wasn't that familiar with it, but I went back and listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. If you want to go You know, and you know Michael McDonald plays ukulele too, so that's actually he's strumming the baritone, and I'm playing the the tenor on there, and he sounded amazing. Um, I think the uh, I think all of the songs, everyone kind of chose uh, what they wanted to sing. The only exception was Bette Midler because Bette Midler was my mom's favorite singer, and. Every time my mom would go and sing karaoke, she would always sing The Rose, right? So when Bette agreed to do it, um, I shared that story with her. I told her, oh, you know, because she asked me what I would, what song I would want to do together. And, and I told her, you know, my mom's favorite song is The Rose. And she would sing that to me all the time when I was a kid and when she would go to sing karaoke. So she's like, okay, done. We, we have to do that one now. So I was like, yes. When the night has been Yeah, and Josh, you know, Josh Nakazawa, who plays in the Hawaii uh, the Symphony Orchestra, he's doing some beautiful cello work on that track as well. And so it's, it's yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know, this, it's just been such a great memory for me. I love the uh, the nostalgic look of the album cover. That looks like something out of the 60s. Yeah. It does. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think, <laughs> You're too um, young. But that's how the albums look. That's how the albums look back then. I said, is there a throwback thing here? But it, yeah. it's really, really cool. So for your fans, Jake, um, this is a departure a bit from from uh, what they're used to uh, getting from you in a product, I guess, in a way. Uh, what would you like to tell your listeners, your fans, about about this? They can. It's 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 like a, a feast for the ears. You've got yeah. so many different styles there. I mean, yeah, and, and that was the, the idea, you know, it's just bringing all these diverse, uh, all these different, these musicians, you know, from different genres and, and different, um, I don't want to say clicks, but different, just different worlds, you know, like Bette Midler and Ziggy Marley and Warren Haynes and, you know, like Vince Gill, all, like all on the same record, right? For me, that, that that was that that's what I love about the ukulele. You know, it just brings all these people together, and and you know, I don't know. There's just something magical about about the ukulele, and I, I just I'm just so grateful. You know, that my mom turned me on to it. You know, when I was just a kid, and I I just um, I'm just so grateful for these opportunities. You know, to to play and to collaborate with different people, and I think during this pandemic you know time I, I think that's that's one thing that that i appreciate more than ever now is to to collaborate to connect you know with people and and not and and other artists and you know we can come together and create something joyful and and meaningful that hopefully will just move people and and inspire people kenny loggins is one of my favorite artists oh, 
I think that man has a voice of an angel. Uh, what was it like to stand next to him and he vocalizes and you play? <laughs> this oh, is, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, so when we when we laid down the foundation for the track, it was just it was just him on the acoustic guitar and me on the ukulele. And he sang it and we, we, we played, we played through the whole song. And after we were done, and I, you know, and I love that stripped down version of it, you know, with just him on the guitar and I was on the ukulele and he just sang. And it was so, it was so intimate and I, and I loved it. And then when we were done, you know, he, I got to see him do his thing because he was like, oh man, I, I hear a bass line. Oh, you know, I think it would be great to have this little percussion thing here. So we were we were in, in Los Angeles at a studio. And so he started phoning in some of his studio musician friends. They started coming in. And I'm, I'm sitting there like just, I'm just in awe because every single part that you hear on that on that track um he orchestrated it so when the bass player came in he sang the bass line to the bass player he's like oh no i'm hearing this do, do, do. you know and then so the bass player would would learn it and then he might play a little different rhythm. he would no 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 change the rhythm like i mean he orchestrated everything so you just see the brilliance you know like his, the way he produces and arranges and it's like the whole thing is just so clear in his head and his mind and he had he brought in some of his background uh, singers and you know he even his daughter sang some background vocals on it. So for your fans who see the story uh, and don't know what to expect, give them a little glimpse of what to expect. Oh well, I think that um, you know for me this you know it's called the Jake and Friends record, and uh, and to me it just represents you know um, you know artists and people you know just coming together and um and and just expressing you know positivity expressing uh collaboration expressing love and and um and i i think that's that's what that's the point of this record you know just bringing people from from all aspects of, of life together and uh, and i hope that's what people feel and, and they hear and, and they you know that's what they feel when they when they listen to the record you know it doesn't matter what age how old you are but i i think there's something on there that'll that'll connect with everyone and you know um jesse colin young from the young bloods you know he uh the the track where where he sings get together everybody get together To me, that's the whole point of the record. And so when he when he agreed to do it and came in and sang that song, it was like, yes, that's exactly what this is all about. And um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just so so grateful. And, and hopefully, uh, yeah, people, there's something on there for for everyone to enjoy. and friends give it a listen you won't be disappointed and check back for more tell me a story podcast thanks to davis pittner our show producer and the maestro who makes our podcasts sing see you next time